Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Secrets of a Witch podcast with me, Sabrina Scott, where I talk about life, love, healing, spirituality, magic, tarot, everything in between, and probably some other things as well floating off on the outskirts. And today is kind of going to be one of those outskirts days, so buckle up, my friends. So... I've been meaning to make this episode for a long fucking time. I don't know what took me so long to sit down and just record about this, but y'all are going to think I'm so corny. I don't even care. So I actually did read cover to cover the Prince Harry book, Spare, and I know it came out like a while ago now, so I guess this is like not a hot topic anymore. But I don't know, everyone's over it, and I know everyone thinks it's super uncool and, like, corny and whatever, but hear me out. So, even though I'm half English, I actually have never given a single shit about the royal family. I kind of feel like the royal family should be abolished. Unpopular opinion. Um, I was still sad when the queen died, though. It's like, I'm not one of those people that's like, murder them all. Like, I think that's, like, a weird take, to be honest. Weird. Um, But anyway, I was compelled to read this book like even though I don't pay any attention to any of the royal drama like I honestly don't care like I'm out of the loop like I'm not one of those people that like reads all the tabloids and knows about all the drama between everyone and I don't fucking know who's the duke of whatever I don't I don't know it's confusing I don't really care but I felt compelled to read this book I'll tell you why so I, you know, I just feel like I understand this man for so many reasons, even though our lives are so drastically different. And I really fucking respect him for breaking up with his family. And as someone who is half English, as someone who grew up in a fucked up psycho family uh, with a lot of bad shit happening that fucked up my brain that took me a long time to heal from I see this memoir as a trauma memoir I really do and it's a memoir about healing it's a memoir about dysfunctional family systems that's for sure and it's also a memoir about breaking free it's a memoir about finding true love and walking your own path and creating your own life. And I'm getting shivers as I'm talking about it. This honestly was such a meaningful book to me, even though it was ghostwritten. Um, so look up the ghostwriter, the guy is talented as hell. So keep that in mind. But obviously it was written from Harry's testimony, Harry's story, lots of conversations, recordings between them. So it is Harry's words, just kind of like ghostwrittenified into a sassy, smartly written thing which is very poetic and just deep. Um, And so I see a lot of people talking shit about this book, but honestly, it is really good. I really did like it. Um, I'm glad that I spent the time to read like all 450 pages. But it is about trauma. It is about dysfunctional families. It is about breaking generational systems. It is about saying, no, I refuse to behave this way. I refuse to participate in this fucked up situation. I know this is how it's always been done, but frankly, this isn't working for me. It feels unhealthy and I don't care anymore. Or rather, I do care, but 
the pain that it would give me to stick around in this dysfunctional family is just too much. And so I need to basically die and be reborn by leaving. And it's a journey I've also been on. I've also divorced my family. They're not in the picture is kind of my like very polite way of saying that to people. And so I really related to the bravery that Harry is talking about in this book. I really loved what he had to say about dysfunctional families. And like, to be honest, like his family seems a lot less insane than mine, to be honest with you. But that British coldness and like not talking about emotions and whatever, like I could go on, but all of that is still there, you know? And so I'm sure there's a lot that he left out of that book for like legal reasons. But um, it really resonated with me as a story about escaping dysfunction, believing in yourself, claiming a new life and deciding that you can do better and that you want better. And why the fuck not just leap for it? And I love that. And one other thing I got from this book was that true love is real. It's honestly was so beautiful, their love story. I have no opinion about Meghan Markle. I don't know anything about her. Um, but the way that he talks about them is just so beautiful. And the way that he talks about their courtship is beautiful. And for any woman who is sick of being ghosted or sick of hearing excuses of like why this person would not text you like oh i was busy or like whatever it is like this book will give you a renewed self-confidence a renewed lease on life it will inspire you in your love life like there's moments that he talks about like literally climbing trees in the middle of the african desert and like trying to find reception and like writing her notes on napkins like arranging wildflowers on a cute image and like sending the photos to her and like the really shitty like reception and still making it work like messaging her like every day and despite both of them being like worldwide people like they agreed to see each other every two weeks and I don't know why I needed to read all that but I really fucking did and I know you guys all know me, like my self-worth is up to 11 at all times pretty much, but there was just something so inspiring and so beautiful just to read about this man and his relentless pursuit of this woman that he loves and being willing to, you know, see her perspective on his dysfunctional family and being willing to just, you know, honor her and honor them and put the relationship above all else and to take that leap and create a new life bravely with the whole entire world watching. Like most people can't fucking do that when literally just their family is watching. Literally. I... I've heard it so many times from people who are not famous, who are not in the public eye at all. Oh, I could never divorce my family. It would be too devastating. I could never say no to my family. I could never break away from my family, blah, blah, blah. I've heard it a million times from people who you've never heard of and will never hear of. And yet this man had the bravery to do that on a global scale, despite endless criticism from every which way. And I really admire that. I really do. And do I know any of these people personally? No, I don't. But, you know, I choose to assume the best. And I really do believe that what they've accomplished together is really beautiful. And so 
like reading about their love story, reading about all of those obstacles that they overcame, I find it so beautiful, so inspiring, so just lovely. And so if you are someone who is cynical, as I talked about in the previous episode a few ago, if you're someone who doesn't believe in love, if you're someone who doesn't believe you could ever break away from your family or from a dysfunctional situation, like I really do encourage you to think about the book. Like even if you don't end up reading it, just think about the whole situation that they've been through and just uh it's possible to look to celebrities and these people who have lived these lives i think it's actually really fucking punk rock to see them as real people rather than to be like oh yeah celebrities they suck or celebrities are so vapid and dumb it's like what the fuck no that's insane like they're just normal human beings actually at the end of the day and i think a lot of people don't want to come to terms with that reality because it would make them like i don't know freak out because they haven't accomplished anything or as much as they want to and like fair enough sometimes we do need that reckoning to light that fire under our ass to do more be more push our own envelope Sometimes we do need that external motivator, but I do think it's powerful to like humanize these people and be like, oh yeah, they made these choices. How fucking courageous was that? Even if they weren't rich and famous, it would still be a courageous choice because breaking free of a dysfunctional family and choosing love, choosing something healthy is always a courageous choice. Whether it's me who does that, whether it's you who does that, whether it's some random you know, teenager on the streetcar that does that, whether it's whoever, it is a brave thing to do to choose to choose a new path, turn a new page and create your life in the shape that you actually want it to be, as opposed to just like repeating the, the steps that everyone else in your family has done beforehand, even though those steps lead to like death, misery, depression, and PTSD, you know? So inspiration is all around us. Beauty is all around us. Guides are all around us. And we can choose to see the guide, the inspiration in the form of this fucking Prince Harry book rather than to be like, oh, that's so uncool. Because honestly, I think it's cool to be earnest. I think it's cool to be sincere. I think it's cool and punk rock to be vulnerable. And that is the vibe that's the vibe to believe in more to challenge ourselves to be more and to have a greater vision for our lives a life that is free of dysfunction and full of love and healthiness and healing and i think that's so possible for all of us you know and i appreciate his book for that reason as it is that you know shining light if he can do it we can all do it if i can do it you can do it you know thing it's a thing so read the book don't read the book um but if you are someone who has a dysfunctional family and believes that you will never find love it is super beautiful you will have to get through the early parts about being in the army or whatever but you know it teaches a lot about grit and perseverance and when i miss the bus i always think of the part in the prince harry book where they're walking and their army things like in the swamps for like 20 hours. I'm like, I can do this. 
<laughs> so who knows maybe it'll inspire you in that way um whatever anywho i just want to throw that out there because even though it's a podcast about witchcraft and magic and spirituality and healing i do think that sometimes we can find this magic and this inspiration in these unexpected places i do think that it's important to read books that are not like about witchcraft i think it's important to broaden our horizons and read things we might not usually read You know, if you've never read a memoir, why not try one? If you don't give a fuck about the royal family, then fine. Why not read the book anyway? Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe your perspective will expand in a way that will unlock something for you. You never know. Don't knock it till you try it, my friends. (laughs) And so I'll leave you with that. That's the episode for today. If you want to learn more about me and what I do, you can creep me at sabrinamscott.com. I do have a few bundles on sale right now available only over email for my self-study masterclasses and all the things, some on tarot, some on energetic self-care, witchy self-care, all that fun stuff. Pop me an email, ceo at sabrinamscott.com, and I will get right back to you and we'll make it happen. All right. Yes. (laughs) All right, friends, have a lovely day, evening, afternoon, whatever time it is for you. And I'm sending you so much love. Bye.